Hello everyone, welcome to episode 56 of the Generic Gaming Podcast.mp3, the podcast where we talk about a new game every single week. My name is Logan Myrie, and as always I'm joined by my esteemed co-host and sound engineer, Eric Rouse. How's it going? It's pretty good, Eric. I'm excited for today. We're talking about a game that I was surprised to hear that you hadn't played, and then I thought about it and was less surprised. <laughs> Why is that? Because, I mean, it was an Xbox game originally. So, oh, so yeah, you know, okay. at the time, it, you know, at the time at which it would have been available to you, you would have not cared anymore. That is true. I, I think that's pretty much exactly what happened. <laughs> yeah, but I'm excited. Uh, everyone, before we do that, please, if you enjoy the show, if you've ever enjoyed this show, or you think maybe one day you'll enjoy the show, please consider following us on twitch.tv slash late for embargo, where you can catch the show early as we record it live at some point during the week. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Sometime before Thursday. You know? Yeah, yeah. I, I was saying Mondays, but, you know, it's been a little more sporadic school stuff. You get it. Yeah. Or you can just uh, subscribe on whatever podcast services you listen to, and we will be there for you on Thursdays at 10 a.m. always, no matter what. We'll always be there for yeah, you. Yeah, we hit that one. We're oh, going to hit that one. Always. Haven't missed a single day the last year and a half. Hell yeah. Great. Or year, It's I a guess. good feeling. Yeah. Feels like, you know, we're really out there grinding. Mm-hmm. We do have to start figuring out because we have a rake coming up real soon. Yeah, I'll be here. Yeah, but we have like a two-week where... Oh we yeah, won't. Christmas and stuff. Yeah. Oh, we'll figure it out. Don't worry about it. <laughs> Thanksgiving works out. We'll be both here. Uh, Eric, I know what you've been playing. Uh, but I've been wow, playing. Rude. <laughs> <laughs> I've been playing uh more of the Outer Worlds. I'm probably uh I think like 16 or 17 hours in now, which is you know oh, yeah. a, cons- a considerable amount more time. Is the end in sight? No, I don't think so. Not I've been close? taking my time. Oh, I've been okay. you know crawling through this game i think at some point i'm gonna have to stop doing that because there's a lot of fucking games coming out yeah i mean you pretty much have till the end of the week to beat it i think yeah unless yeah. you decide not to get death stranding i'm thinking about it i don't know i'm well you know we can talk about that later maybe yeah well, eric what have you next been playing? week's podcast will be death stranding i've been playing an actual indie game called inside game of the show so, Eric, I was, again, you know, I said before, I was surprised to hear you hadn't played this game because I love it so much. It, yeah. It, this is a game that, you know, I haven't replayed since I played it the first time, but, like, it had such an impact of, like, just, like, oh, it, you know, I love when you can sit down and play a game through just in one sitting. Mm-hmm. That's kind of, like, a special, it's, like, you know, it's, like, you're getting ready to watch a movie, but it's, like, a really long movie, and, and you kind of feel like you get that whole experience in one yeah you know take right yeah it's yeah it's basically a movie experience where you see the beginning and the end and then you can sit and digest it for a while and like what the fuck's the word i'm looking for recollect no yeah recollect recollect thank you i was missing a syllable (laughs) yeah that's right it's too early sometimes yeah and then you can just like recollect on the game and like the the stuff that happened and this is a game that you have to you're you're gonna be thinking about it once you beat i think for sure for sure i i think uh before we get into it, I want to say we're pretty much going to be spoiling the entirety of Inside. There's like, it's a pretty short game, yeah. so, so you know, at this point, if you haven't played it, go play it. Come back. It's fantastic. You should play it. Yeah, you. Can, I literally beat it in three hours. I started at 9 o'clock last night and then beat it by midnight. And yeah, so. but I want to get into just some initial thoughts first. You know, no spoilers. Kind of, what did you think of the game as a whole? 
uh yeah so i was, I was after i beat him I'm like yeah what what did i think of this game and then uh your hot topic idea was kind of sticking with me in really my head. okay i'm like do games need to be fun and did i have fun playing this game because what this game to me was just like a series of just insanely awesome concept art put into a video game that you just run around in right yeah because the game is absolutely stunning, and the imagery on it is just incredible, I yeah. think. But did I have fun playing it? I'm going to say probably not. I don't know if you're... That's a game that, like... I don't know if I would say is Inside supposed to be yeah, fun. Exa- and yeah, and that's where I'm going. I don't think this game is supposed to be fun. I think it's supposed to be this kind of experience... And uh, I just don't like games where I have to experience the woes of the character. Okay. Because, like, I often found it just so tiresome to do the puzzles because the maps, I guess, or the screens are so big and you just move so slow and kind of, I don't know, just, it's not clunky, but it's just like, it's like it's like there's something holding you back. Like I wanted a sprint button basically, so okay. I could move faster. Well, he can run, can't he? No, there's no like run button. Oh, okay. He's just his default run speed. Yeah. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Uh, and like I constantly just wanted something to move faster because like, just I felt the screens were so big that it takes so long to go and do something. And then if you died, oh my god, you'd have to do it again. <laughs> yeah, but I, I mean that's kind of this kind of game, right? Like you played yeah. Limbo, yeah. Yeah, exactly. And yeah. Limbo is the same way, and I had the same problem in Limbo where it just if you dying was such a punishment, and I, I get it's supposed to be you're not supposed to die in games. It was just such a punishment in the sense that if I die, it's like oh my god, I have to do this thing again. Okay, and so. And sometimes the checkpoints are good. It's like, oh, thank God, I don't have to do, I don't have to go all the way back and get this box. It's just it puts me where the box is now, and so that that would be nice. But like, you have to often run away from these like watchdogs and guard dogs, and like I often those those would kill me all the time because like I wouldn't see. Yeah, they're really set up for to to like almost catch you, and like yeah. so you really gotta get it. Yeah, and like there's this there's one puzzle where these three dogs are chasing you, and then there's a fence in the middle, and then there's a door with planks on the side, like boarded up, and you have to pull off the planks before the dogs get to you. And so what you'd have to do is climb over the fence, pull off a plank, run back to the fence, climb over it, wait for the dogs to run around, climb back over it. And I died like three times on it, and I was just like getting so annoyed having to do it because it takes so long. Okay, okay. And one of the times I kind of just zoned, like I was done. I got the planks, but I'm like, I'm going to run back just to be sure that they don't get me. And then I climbed on the thing, and because I don't, the I felt like the analog stick was just so sensitive in directional like control, like – I didn't have it pointed exactly straight up, so he didn't climb up the fence, and then I got eaten by the dogs. Oh, oh so like, you had to do it again. Fucker, <laughs> I had to do this whole thing again, and it sucked. So, so you know, you played Limbo, now you've played Inside. What what are your thoughts kind of in between the two? Because they very much are a similar concept, you know, in, in the way yeah. you play the game. Uh, I think I understood Limbo more than I understood Inside. And I think Limbo had better payoff. Like, they're both very ambiguous and, like, very unclear and very open to interpretation about what they mean, right? Like, yeah. Like, there's no dialogue in the game. There's nothing that tells you anything. There's just a bunch of imagery. 
And uh, I think just in Limbo, I just got more of a sense of what was going on and what was happening and kind of the end goal of trying to get to your sister or person in uh, Limbo. Whereas in Inside, like, I was like the whole time, like, what is going on? Really? Yeah. I actually I actually think that Inside does a better job of of kind of building everything into its world. You know, I don't know. Cause limbo was kind of the series of like, just random ass punishing, annoying puzzles. Right. But like, yeah, I, it was fun. Right. I, I liked limbo, but like, I don't know, man, I think it makes less sense for like the limbo puzzles. Like why the, why is there all these fucking gravity, you know, annoying ass gravity puzzles or whatever. I don't know. Okay. Yeah. And the, yeah, I get, I get that. And so like I, the sense I, of the world, the stuff makes more sense for sure. And inside, because like, you're in these facilities or you're on this farm or in actual areas where, oh, this makes sense how you're getting through these areas. Yeah. Um. Now, I think that we should just get it out of the way. We're going to get some spoilers now. You know, go play the game. What did you think when, you know, you go through doing this whole thing and you get into the chamber? Oh, you become the blob? And Yes. <laughs> and you, you just crawl into that big old blob. This is where, I, like, the end of this game made no sense to me. And, like, the game as a whole, like, I didn't get, like, the story they were trying to tell. Because, so, you start out, you're running, and, like, you kind of get, you get the sense right away you're in some dystopia, right? And I, I get you, they're hunting down people and you're just running from these people and you're trying to avoid getting captured. All that kosher makes sense. And, and then I'm like, okay, now I want answers as to why we're in this dystopia, why I'm running away. And then you get to this area where like these bombs are just going off mm -hmm. and like, oh, that's a, oh, we'll get into it a second where just the deaths are gruesome in this game. That was one of my favorite parts. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, yeah. And so the bombs are going off and like, oh, I'm like, okay, maybe a war happened or something or is happening. And that's why we're in this like dystopia. And then we get through this and then you get to like this massive, huge factory and it's like a science factory or whatever, or some kind of factory. Yeah. It's some sort of science. And there's all these naked boys in the water that you have to avoid, like the grudge boys. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then you become, then you, the grudge boy has like makes out with you and you get, you get gills, <laughs> <laughs> which is great. I was super happy. Like, thank God. Drowning sucks. That's cause it's kind of, that moment's kind of like a, like a great twist of like, oh, they're like helping you. Yeah. That was because I was like, yeah, especially because the way it does it is you are climbing up this ladder and then you fall into the water and then it just takes controls from you and you just the guy catches you and then pulls you all the way down like mm -hmm. super deep into the water. Uh, yeah. And then, yeah, it was super weird. Once you come out of the facility, now people don't care about you, which was kind of weird because at the whole point, the whole time during the game, you're just avoiding people unless it's part of the puzzle. Uh, and so... It was kind of cool how it starts you where they're all looking at just the blob in the tank, mm -hmm. right? But you can't see in the tank until you come all the way around and then you go into it. And then you're pulling up the suction cup mind control things. And then they just grab you and suck you in. You're like, now I am blob. Yeah. <laughs> and and it goes on. That end part, like, goes on, too. Like, I thought that yeah. I was going to be like, okay, cool. Now, you know, we're escaping. And there's kind of like, you know, you get captured again and you break out again. And it's kind of a whole thing. The sirens yeah. are on our are on our end, by the way. Yeah, there is now snow on the ground so people can no longer drive. Yeah. Uh, and, and so what did you think about that kind of last end portion? Just playing the game. Because it does kind of change the way you play the game as well. Yeah, I thought it was pretty much done. Uh, 
once you broke out i thought it was now just going to be a sequence of you just running through kind of rampaging i i didn't really think there would be any more puzzles once you become the blob and yeah burst out of the tank i thought like oh okay this is it i'm in just pretty much done with the game now where you just rampage and then i was like oh no you still have puzzles to solve with the with the blob and i thought the puzzles were kind of cool for the last bit because they change it up right where you now just you have to like use those weird uh square things that have like the air pressure that can shoot up and have to throw them around to hit buttons and stuff which i thought was kind of cool oh yeah i liked that people were like they were kind of afraid of you but they were helping you to get out mm-hmm. like uh i i didn't really realize i thought everyone was just like running in fear until like you're just you run out and you fall like down this really big uh like just kind of gap in the stuff in the floor i guess and then like there's this dude like behind a wheelbarrow and like he'll just if you like go away from the door he'll go and open the door for you <laughs> and then you kind of just shove your mass through this tiny door Oh yeah. So and yeah, and then you get and then you get through and you're kind of in the woods now and you're yeah, you've and then escaped. You just, yeah, you fall all the way down you fall down the hill in the woods and then just roll and roll and roll until you get by the water and then roll credits. Oh yeah. So do you have what you know, what is your initial interpretation of all of this? Do you have kind of a grasp of what you think's going on? Not really. I mean i think just dystopian society, like that some war broke out and maybe they're trying to create some super mutant or something to fight back and then you just become the mutant. <laughs> so so it's funny because I, I was reading up on this a little last night. I haven't played the game since it came out you yeah. know, 2016 or something like that. Uh, and so I was reading through it and my interpretation was always that, I don't know why, this is just what I thought, that like the kid was a part of the blob originally and he had been separated from the blob somehow okay and so and, and so to the blob. yeah so his whole his whole you know his whole goal was to return to form right he wanted yeah. to be back at a part of the the hurdle which is apparently what it's called i actually looked at because I was, I was reading the page and it's like the it's hurdle? called it's called the hurdle uh. um and so you know i don't know why i guess i i didn't really have any evidence for that i was just like this kind of makes sense in my head i mean it um, makes sense when you think of it like the gameplay being part of the storytelling is that you're only moving in one direction and that's towards the blob. Yeah. <laughs> and so uh there was another uh there was a couple more, you know, plot uh theories. Um and then one of them is that the boy is controlled by the hurdle throughout the game, uh leading him to help free the hurdle from containment. Uh that makes sense because the hurdle does have the uh mind control of con- suction cups on it. Yeah, and it seems like the hurdle is making a lot of these people or yeah. whatever, like the, yeah. the the random zombie people. Yeah, the weird weird blob blobby people. Uh and so I was like, okay, that makes a lot of sense, right? Cuz that would explain why you know, you're kind of this outside source coming in. And also inside source. Inside source. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Uh there's a more meta this is from wikipedia a more metafiction interpretation of the game uh is comes from its alternate ending did you know there's an alternate i did ending? not know there's an alternate ending. so there's a part where you can go and uh like basically pull the plug and you and you pull like a plug and your guy just kind of goes into like the the default um position that like the zombies go into yeah uh kind of suggesting that that he is also you know a zombie or whatever and 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 pulling the plug uh the the meta the meta description is that you the player are like the mind control force and you are the outside force guiding the boy 
and him pulling the plug is basically like disconnecting him from you yeah okay. which is kind of sick actually what happens then does he just play through the game no that's the end of the game oh he just goes in line yep i yep i think he just goes yep uh how early is that um because it has to be like an hour the act the of pulling the plug in the final area is similar to the concept of the matrix uh, it's in the final area it's hmm. in the final area so yeah, I don't know. I never found that part. I remember looking I, it up. Yeah, I didn't even know. I think the thing about this game is I didn't feel like the like exploration was ever rewarded. I felt like it was just gonna take me longer to do stuff. Okay. So like I didn't spend too much time walking around or checking out areas. Yeah, I mean it is kind of a linear game, right? Yeah. But like the areas were always super big, so like it, it would like it was always cool to look at each map so i would have liked to probably just look around more if i didn't just move so slow oh yeah do you have a favorite part of the game eric a favorite moment um i'm trying not really favorite moment but probably my favorite puzzles were uh the water puzzles once you could actually breathe mm -hmm. and like they have those weird just basically gravity distributed water puzzles right where like the water was like above you and stuff I felt just like the imagery and stuff just looks super cool. Like with all the people, just the the masses just like hanging upside down. Oh like yeah, yeah, I remember wondering this now. Like that just area was super cool. I thought it reminded me a lot of uh, that Quantic Dream game that you just played. Oh, like Control, all, yeah, yeah, Control. Yeah. Like it just the imagery just kind of reminded me a lot of that. I wonder if Quantic Dream was like anyway inspired by Inside's just like uh, imagery because it was super cool. Uh. Yeah, and I just, like, I thought those puzzles were just fun. I thought the the swimming mechanic, like, was just, I think, like, the way it felt to be swimming was just very fluid, and I kind of liked it a lot. Uh, uh, and the animations just in this game, too, were just crazy. Like, even when I just started, like, just watching the boys' running animation was sick, and, like, all the other people's animations. Yeah, he, he definitely, I... I remember thinking that this game has just an insane amount of polish, mm -hmm. you know, because it's it's an indie game or whatever. Obviously, play that is a big, you know, they're a big deal. But uh, it's like I don't know, man. I I just thought that game had had it just seemed like everything was kind of there, right? And like yeah. they had all the never felt stale. It never felt janky. You know, the animations are all fantastic. The boy moves very like organically. I think mm -hmm. I thought it does an excellent job of teaching you too. Like, it doesn't tell you anything. There's never any pop-up thing on the screen, which I love. Even, like, when you start the game, it just, like, is a picture of a forest, and once you hit a button, the boy drops down. And then, uh, there's just, yeah, I love that there's no tutorial text or anything that ever pops up, but, like, the, you just figure it out over time yeah. while you play. And I love that, like, each puzzle, like, it does such a good job of, uh, basically teaching you what the mechanics are going to be before giving you like the big puzzle that you have to use all of them yeah and i thought like uh, every puzzle i thought was really fa fair like i never got to a puzzle where i'm like what i never would have thought of this like it's not like some janky link to the past or lakes awakening stuff where it's like this is so obtuse why would i ever think of this yeah i i actually i remember i don't think i had really any trouble figuring out like what i was supposed to do yeah there's never a point where i was stuck i think uh there was maybe like a couple times where i'm like it just took me a second to figure out like once you're in like that bomb raid area there's like a a moving like 
uh, I don't know, just metal object that's kind of going in a circle. And since the bombs are going off and absolutely obliterate you, if you're, like, in the presence of, like, the air pressure, if you don't have, like, something blocking you, it took me a while to figure out that you have to just leave it moving and then go with it as it's moving. Mm, okay. But, like, because it gives you the switch to stop it. And so, like, I kind of got hung up on wanting to just stop it. Oh, okay. So they're kind of fooling you because they're giving you the option, but that's really not. Yeah. Well, because you need to stop it in order to get the timing right for the bomb. Oh, okay. Okay. To time it with the air pressure of when it's going to destroy you. Hell yeah. Uh, Eric, what do we got in chat? We got a question in chat? Yep. Alex is in chat saying, with the theme of inside and the mood of the game, I sometimes wish the puzzles were slightly more obtuse. Yeah. I don't know. I, I sometimes struggle with like you know there's kind of a, a a varying degree of like when a puzzle is too easy or like too you know there's there's kind of a fine balance mm-hmm. there right of like no one would ever fucking think to do this and like oh yes this makes too much sense like this yeah. is kind of i'm kind of going through the motions right mm-hmm. did you feel like that did you ever feel like oh man i wish i was being challenged more no i was kind of i don't i maybe because i was just trying to like just get through the game last night so we could talk about it today but i never felt like i wanted to be doing the puzzles like i always i always wanted to see the next kind of screen the next like scene that it wanted to set up to get more of a sense of what was going on i didn't really think of this game as a puzzle game that like i wanted to be playing for the puzzles right like i said in the beginning i don't think this game's fun <laughs> okay so like i didn't really want to be playing it more than i had to be and i just wanted to see the story that they were laying out i think i disagree i think i had a lot of fun playing limbo i like those kind of things you know it's kind of fun to to figure it out even if it is you know sometimes there's if it's a little easy some there's a lot of satisfaction i think from like you know completing it and like doing the dog thing where it's like high pressure right Mm -hmm. it's not so much about like oh man i gotta fucking think about this very logically and like and like break it all down and and and, you know really figure it out it's more i think this game is also you know very much kind of a a puzzler right i I mean a platformer right and so it's like you're kind of doing the puzzle but it's also kind of challenging you to like do it right yeah uh the parts i did think were kind of cool was when you are doing you're doing some of the underwater stuff and you have to hit these switches and go through the doors before the little grudge underwater boys get to you, right? And, like, they managed to get the timing so perfect on it where you'd only ever barely make it through. Mm-hmm. And, like, I thought those moments were always so tense. I was like, oh, crap, oh, crap, oh, crap, get through, get through. I, and I like, I, I liked those moments a lot just because, like, I felt, like, the tension that was happening, like, before, like, trying to get through it. I love games where it's it's you're doing the thing right you're running away and someone's chasing you and and it's not it's not taking the control away from you but like you you know you're just gonna barely make it and it still feels just such like a near miss yeah and i think yeah when it does that it just it like i could feel a lot of that tension and i thought that was just done really well oh yeah because they they managed to get the timing so well on that like they get it you get so close to getting caught by the things Mm mm-hmm just crazy yeah because because i guess it you know it, it kind of it it draws that balance in between like oh maybe i didn't do it right like maybe there you know there's something i need to do to slow them down or whatever and like oh they're gonna catch me they really might catch me yeah and then you, then you just like slip under the door like perfectly like, yeah and the door is coming down too so it's like oh crap i have to beat the door and beat the guy that swims way faster than me and i'm drowning at the same time <laughs> damn i think it just does yeah the just tension there i thought was just so good 
Eric, what do you do? You have any thoughts about what you'd like to see from Play Dead next? More of this stuff. I mean, this is a lot like Limbo, right? But I think done better. Yeah. Oh, and yeah. So I think if they just do it. They're gonna do another weird game like this. I'm sure. It'd be kind of cool if uh, they kind of tackled. I because after we saw what was that movie Midsummer, I just bet on this horror and broad daylight theme, right? Mm-hmm. That I just really like, and I'd want it done better than Midsummer. <laughs> and, okay well because i guess that that movie was kind of this is totally off off topic but like i think that movie was kind of marketed incorrectly yeah we I all thought too. we were going in to see this horror movie but it was yeah. kind of just an art house film which yeah, I, exactly. it's fine it's but it's yeah. not what i expected yeah and so like i want something to do what i expected midsummer to do right? okay yeah yeah and but like just make me scared but it's all bright and colorful like yeah that but like not like like just clown creepy like that but like like i want the themes and tone of inside but like it not to be black and white okay i think one of my predictions actually this year was that uh i'll have to go back and listen to that episode but i I think i said we'll get a new play dead game it will have a drastically different color palette and like graphical style and it will play it looks like it will play differently it will revolve around a different mechanic or something Mm. Don't think we're getting that. <laughs> no, I I mean, I think they're working on it because I think that there's been, like, screenshots this year, actually. There were, like, screenshots of some, I don't know, maybe Astronaut game or something like that oh, that they're okay. working on. Or Sp- Space Game. Space Game. I'm fine with that. That's cool. Yeah. I like space exploration games. I'd love, I think, you know, Limbo and Inside in Space sounds dope. Yeah, that'd I'm be up pretty for sick. That. Yeah. Be probably, I definitely picture that being a lot more happy of a game. <laughs> maybe. Yeah, we'll see uh eric i want to i have a hot topic for you and we've kind of touched on it a little bit but i saw on t- uh on twitter i think it was blessing uh adioye is i think is how you say his last name it one of the kind of funny up-and-comer dudes blessings jr yep yeah blessing jr uh and uh and he was tweeting about the fact that games do not need to be fun and i want to know what your thoughts on that are do you think do you think that we should evaluate games on on how much entertainment they brought us how much how fun it was uh i don't know do games need to be fun that's my question um i think for me the gameplay needs to be fun which is the whole point right okay and so yeah i guess i'd say yeah but i've been saying inside wasn't fun for me but i still beat that it i guess it depends on how long the game is so like i knew inside was going to be a short game three hours and so i'm like yeah, I'm not having a total, like, a lot of fun with the gameplay, but, like, the story is good enough to keep me sucked in. And so, uh, I think it gets a pass because it's so short, right? And in my book, anyway. Whereas Death Stranding coming out in two days, that game, i having a feeling it's not going to be fun. And I don't know if I... I think that game might not get a pass for me, even though I will want to see the story. Uh, but just because it's potentially 20 to 40 hour game and i i can't do something for that long and not be having fun like what's the point then right yeah well well i guess the point is that it's it death stranding it seems you know we haven't played it yet right so we're kind of just going off of what we've heard right yeah everyone's kind of describing it as this like this art house game right Mm -hmm. and 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 the game is supposed to maybe not be fun like it like parts of it are supposed to be i don't know tedious yeah so I guess it, it comes down to what you want to, like, what do you do things for, right? Do you do things for fun or do you do them for, like, to get the experience or to be able to talk about them? Like, I play games mostly for fun because 
it's a distraction from regular life where I don't do things that are as fun, right? And, like, I work 40 hours a week, and then I don't want to come home and just do nothing, like, and so I want to play a game because it's fun, and I don't want to be just bored or having to do more work. So, like, games like Red Dead, I I don't get why people play Red Dead Redemption 2. That game seems like so much actual work from, like, from distracting you from actually playing the game in a fun way. So, like, I don't get why people would do that. But, like... I don't know, Death Stray is just sticking in my ride right now, and we haven't even played it yet, because I'm just, I'm so worried about that game not being fun, and not being able to play it, because it's just gonna be such a tedious chore for me to play it, and, like, I wanna see why, like, what the hell's going on in Hideo Kojima's head for this game. Okay. And so, I like art house things, but when they're short, and I can digest them in three hours, and it doesn't feel like... It was a complete waste of my time to do this. Whereas a game that's 20 to 40 hours, that's a lot of time. That's like potentially two days, right? Of just wasting for doing something you're not really enjoying. Yeah. And so like, I don't know. They don't have to be fun, but I think it's a lot better if they are. You know that Matthew McConaughey meme where it's like, be a whole lot cooler if you did? That's what, that's, that's what I'm picturing. That's, that's kind of your your take on it. Yeah, I don't know. I I think that there's something to say about like, uh, you know, I was I was listening to uh the kind of funny games cast and Greg Miller was like, you know, I put my ticket in and I'm along for the ride, and that's kind of how I like to experience games. I don't know. I'm not, I'm not I'm not like the gameplay is king guy. I know that that is kind of you know the thing, but like, yeah. I I will sometimes put up with with you know janky mechanics or or things that i find not fun or tedious because i like the experience of a game right like red dead 2 i i thought was kind of a pain in the ass to play right yeah. like that game but but it felt intentional and i loved the world i loved being in the world i loved the characters right like that's all you know stuff that made that game fun i guess right mm. and and I, I i do think that games don't need to be fun i don't think that they should be fun right? like i don't know i guess I just, I don't know. I, I'm really, really curious. I think Death Stranding is kind of going to be, like, putting the concept to practice here. Because it's like, if I get into that game, dude, and I think it it's so boring to play, but I, I'm interested in, in everything else. Like, I don't know. I think I will put, I think I would be willing to play it still. I like, you know, it seems maybe like a podcast game. Yeah. I don't know. I think maybe it's because I've just been, I'm in, like, a fortunate position where I have the money to buy whatever game I want pretty much whenever I want and so I think damn big bucks Eric huh it, well that's what I spend my money on is pretty much games food and rent and so and school I guess but school my loans are deferred for a while and so uh I think just that I yeah I put my ticket in and then I'm along for the ride but I also just have a I always have a stop button like right in front of me that just like shit go back <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. and then it's like okay I'll buy a different game that I'll, I'll have much more fun playing and like why wouldn't I do that and I guess maybe it's because like I maybe the way I play games like I always come back to destiny and play that game right because I have fun playing that game and so it's like if I I know I'll have fun if I play destiny right and so like if I jump into a game and I'm not digging it and I'm like this isn't worth my time it's like I can always just go and like why am I not just playing destiny and getting stuff in done in that game where it's fun right okay and so like again i'm just gonna keep using death stranding because that's that's on game. everyone's mind yeah yeah and so like death stranding 
if I jump into that game and that game is 20 hour, 20 to 40 hours of the beginning of Metal Gear Solid 5 where it's like you're in that hospital and that... Oh, that I was, love that part of that, that game, That sequence was so good. Like, I wish that's how all of Metal Gear Solid 5 was. Uh, and if it's, if it's like that for 24 hours, holy crap, will I be hooked? That game would be instantly game of the year for me. And so, uh, if it's... But if it's, like, not that, and it's more of, like, Metal Gear Solid Five, where you're just, like, on your weird ocean raft and doing weird crafty stuff, walking around talking to people, that's, like, I don't want to do that. Well, it seems like you're, it's a delivery game. You're, you're just walking around this place delivering things. Yeah, and then if it's, if it's a walking simulator where you're just exploring the world and uh, just having to run away from stuff more than fighting it, which doesn't look like that because there's, like, boss battles and i don't know i don't we're gonna find out we're yeah gonna we're gonna find out we're talking week. a lot about dust running i was just want, i wanted to open up yeah. the topic to do new games need to be fun and i, don't I, know, I think so they, subjective i think the answer is kind of no like i don't know i understand maybe for for some people like they don't play it kind of depends on why you play games right like what yeah. what fulfillment you're getting out of the game right but but i don't think that on principle or anything a game like needs to be fun some games are more about the experience or or you also have to figure what what's fun for you, right? Yeah. Sometimes clunky mechanics and a good story are fun for people. Yeah. Because, like, yeah, you like you were saying, the tedious nature of the game is that experience that the game's giving it to you, and that's what you're there for. And so, like, if you find that fun, then it's good. Whereas, look, what I find fun is throwing the axe in God of War. And yeah. I can do that a hundred. You see, you hours. see, maybe like a power fantasy kind of kind of player. Right? Oh yeah, for sure. Like you're ready to, you want to be the god, you know? Yeah, of exactly. War. <laughs> of war. <laughs> I want to be Kratos. <laughs> yeah. See, I don't even know if that's why I liked that game, right? Like, I don't. I think I loved that game because of the world and just the, the great relationship that that. This sounds corny, right? But like, I loved like the relationship Kratos has with his kid, and it yeah. was a lot of fun to play. Like the combat was awesome, right? But, yeah. Like, I don't I don't know if that's like what made it for me, right? Like that that that's what made it felt really good and polished and like mm. like it, that experience was fun. Yeah, but- well, everything for God of War, everything about God of War is what made it for me. I thought the the story is super entertaining and I want to see it through to the end, right? And then the gameplay keeps me there going uh, like just as a added bonus to wanting to see the end of the story. Yeah. Cuz okay. the gameplay is just as rewarding as the story is. Yeah it's it's it, they feed into each other yeah i feel you i feel you like this is the thing that i think differs about games and movies and books is where books and movies it's only one thing keeping you there that has to keep your decision and entertainment right is the story entirely whereas games the gameplay is just this added nature to the story to keep you there right well i suppose there's other parts of movies since you know cinematography and stuff i'll watch a pretty movie and if it, it sucks well, I, I mean, yeah, that's true. Like that, that if you want to get super nitty gritty into it, like again, Midsummer, I thought that movie wasn't good story wise, but the imagery and stuff and it was stunning and the camera work was amazing in that movie. Uh, but like, did I like that movie? No. So I don't know. I guess the, I mean, the big difference is that like games are, are an active medium. Like you need yeah, to participate. You're participating it. Otherwise nothing's going to happen. So like so, when you're playing Outlast, you can stop and stand in this room because you're scared. Dude, that, that was my entire, that game was not fun at all. <laughs> Fuck Outlast. <laughs> I literally, I got into a room. I'm like, all right, I'm safe here. I think this is the end. I think this is the end of the game now. 
Yeah. This is the canon. My character just sit, like just stays in this room and dies. Yep. <laughs> he just sits and <laughs> watches the static on the TV. Yep. That's all. Uh, let's take a second to go to chat, Eric. All right. Uh, uh, Alex says uh, that games being subjective is uh, games being fun is subjective. You know, I guess games at their core are supposed to be games, but for some, they don't mind an experience that isn't fun, which I guess I would agree with. He also says, I feel exactly the same about Death Stranding. I've been hyped forever on it, but I'm concerned I'm only hyped for the story and world and uh, art house of it, but I'm not I'm not going to like the game part of it. Yeah, that's what I'm exactly what I'm worried about. Hell yeah. Which is the problem, because if I don't like the game part of it, I quit playing the game. Okay. I, I actually, dude, I think that, you know, okay, so when I play games, right, I, I very much am, I'm, I like to listen to a podcast usually that's i like to i i like background noise a lot of the time uh and that that can be hard for certain games like mm-hmm. you know the outer worlds is very dialogue all that stuff so it's kind of impossible uh but death stranding seems very isolated going through the world i don't think i'm gonna need to listen to a lot of things aren't you so- worried that's gonna ruin the experience of the game though i don't think so because, like, I, I listen to podcasts and stuff and music when I play games, but, like, certain games. Like, Destiny, I listen to podcasts the whole time because I've heard all the dialogue in that game a okay. hundred times, and I don't need it. And so, that doesn't matter to me. But, like, like last night, I had – I was thinking about this for another hot topic is the way you like to play games, like, the situation. Yeah, that like, you're the setting, in. the – Because, like – I was playing inside on my PC. The game was running at a smooth 60 frames. Not that it really matters for inside. Not a lot happening real quick. <laughs> but anyway, running at a smooth 60 frames. I have really two really good monitors, that uh, speaker monitors, that I was just listening through to, to, to the game through. And I was just comfy in my chair and just played the game on a PS4 controller. And it was just, it was like, this is like perfect experience, yeah, yeah. right? And so I was thinking, like, that would be a really good hot topic, but that just summed up the whole thing right there is that. Anyway, so, like, if I would have added, like, a podcast to, like, Inside, I feel like that would have just ruined the experience entirely. (laughs) Yeah, but I I think that Inside is, I don't know, part of that game is that it's supposed to be intense. And I think that taking that, you know, listening to some shitheads talk about whatever, like, is, that does kind of take away from the intensity, right? And I, I don't think I would do that. But... I just Death Stranding is gonna be fucking eighty hours, and I and I I don't yeah. know if it's I don't know if every moment of that game is gonna require me to like be I don't know I I think it, I think a part of it is gonna be kind of this like serene landscape running across I don't know yet right but I I, I don't know if that game necessarily is gonna uh, Hideo Kojima I think has such a focus on music to tell sto- his stories, and so like I think even when you're 25 hours into the game running across Nevada or something, and it's just you don't really have anything in sight, I think just the music is going to be part of that storytelling experience of what, like, what, uh, whatever the main character's name is, Norma Reedus' character's name is. is Sam like Porter fe- Bridges. Yeah, Sam Porter Bridges is supposed to be feeling in that moment, and I think, I think the music is going to just be such a big part of that game, and listening to a podcast or something is just going to, gonna take away from what I okay like i'll we'll see I'm, I'm gonna give it a try obviously what i'm picturing this game is maybe is not right but like i just picture like hideo kojima just you know sitting you down and be like okay i'm gonna take you through okay <laughs> i'm taking you through dog through america through america 
I'm stupid. Eric, I just, you know, we have a little bit of time. I just want to talk about this, like, moral, not moral, this dilemma I have in my head. All right. Because Death Stranding comes out on Friday. Yeah. I'm going to be gone this weekend. And so I'm like, well, I'm, I'm, I'm probably going to buy the game. I'm going to my parents' house. I'll play at night when they're asleep. You know, yeah. they go to bed. They're old. They go to bed at like seven. Uh, <laughs> it's, a, it's a little later than that, but like basically. Uh, and so I'm like, well, fuck, I'm, I'm going to play very little of Death Stranding. And then literally next week, Star Wars comes out. And I think that game is going to be fun. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that game for sure I do think is going to be fun. Uh, I don't know. You, I you don't have to play it. I don't think, but I do. Be, I so do. We will be spoiling I, doing a full spoiler cast on Monday, so you only. Eric, have this you're not week. gonna get far enough to spoil anything. I have no, because I don't work until four on Saturday, and I don't work Friday. Okay, so you're so really gonna, I'm jump, gonna in. jump in? Fuck me. I, I guess mean, I'm busy all day Friday, but I don't know what I'm doing Friday night. So I'll be. I just do. I I think maybe what's gonna happen is that I'm gonna need to delay Star Wars a couple weeks. I don't know what we're gonna talk about on this podcast for I'll, a couple I'll weeks because be we're gonna be I'll playing be, Death Stranding. I'll be through Death Stranding and be in time to play Star Wars. You think so, Eric? Yeah. This game is like forty to fifty to sixty hours. Yeah, I know, but I'm gonna sit down and burn through it. That's my plan. This game is. This game wasn't meant to be forty hours. I don't know why it is. This game is definitely a ten hour experience. I don't know. You haven't even touched it yet. You don't know what kind of game this is supposed to be. I know. That's but I that's what what I really wanted was a okay, 10 yeah experience. in your mind it was supposed to be <laughs> this was supposed to be a weekend game God I wish Anyways. I don't know I'm gonna burn, I'm gonna play this game as much as possible to get through it Yeah I'd like to I I think maybe I am <laughs> gonna try to like you know burn the midnight oil and, yeah and, and really stay up even though I don't really do that but I I think that this maybe is gonna be the experience I'd like to have because I also work on at, at on Sunday at noon I close on Saturday which means I'm potentially there till two a.m. But come home, don't work till noon the next day. If I go to bed by by uh, three, still eight hours of sleep. You're insane, Eric. Actually, it's nine hours of sleep. I, so I can stay up till four, get eight hours of sleep. I don't even know <laughs> how you force your body to, like, do that. As long as I don't lay in bed, I don't ever have to go to sleep until, like, I actually physically pass out, right? Because, I, <laughs> I, you know, at some point, like, I, I will play, like, The Outer Worlds out here. And at some point, I can just kind of feel in the back of my brain like oh it's bedtime like uh, it's it's time to like go to, you know what i mean i just like if, my internal clock's like nah we shouldn't be up if like i'm sitting like up in a chair or something what will destroy me and make me just pass out because my body's like you're fucking comfortable fall asleep is if is, you're like, on your bed if yeah. i'm on my bed or if i lay on the couch because you oh, come okay. home many times if you just passed out yeah, on the couch. Yeah. <laughs> and so it's like maybe yeah. that's the problem i always sit on this couch and it's pretty comfortable yeah this couch pretty comfortable and but this also the problem with this couch is it it doesn't have like these back cushions are like I think too too rounded and too far out that it like encourages slouching. Oh, okay. Which okay. just kind of gets you even more comfortable, and then you're just like, I, I'll just rest my eyes for a couple <laughs> minutes. And then yesterday, no, not yesterday. I don't know. Sometime last week, I just no, it was yesterday. It was Monday. I just woke up. I'm like, oh, I missed class because <laughs> I forgot to set alarm. <laughs> the, the design of the couch is really encouraging yeah. you to slack off. I don't know. It just reminds me of 30 Rock. Not really insane, but I don't know if you watched that show. But that I did show, a little bit, yeah. Oh, I don't know if you got to the episode where they, they design a couch at NBC, but it is such an awful couch that they end up selling it to the FBI to use for torture, <laughs> torture uh, mechanics. <laughs> All right, what I think that's show. enough. We've really gone off the rails. Yeah. Uh, everyone, Watch 30 Rock. 
Everyone, this has been the Generic Gaming Podcast.mp3. Thank you so much for listening. Please tune in next week when Eric and I get our packs, our babies. We go across America and we figure out what the fuck a strand is. Anyways, we love you, unless you suck, in which case we don't, and you should probably work on that. Have a good one.